to episode 144 of Divided by Werewolves. Uh, last episode in March, spring has sprung for whatever that mm. means. Here in Florida, that means 90 on uh, Wednesday. So it's uh yeah it means 83 here wednesday then down in the 30s by thursday <laughs> and back to the fucking uh you know we're all gonna have fucking pneumonia it's all good they um they i was not in so i take every friday in march off uh, mm-hmm. and uh friday was our on all hands at work and they said they're gonna do flex hours on in the summer on fridays where you can work nine hours Monday through Thursday and then have a four hour day on Friday. And mm. I was like, well, Florida's the land of endless summer. So does that mean all year long? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but the problem is, I mean, it's a great, it's a great idea. I mean, the reality is like, we're a small company. We can't compete on salary the way that like larger companies can so they have to start doing different things but that being said you know summer here is so fucking hot it's not normally when you would think i mean yes like we do get a bunch of tourists for the beach and stuff but where i live summer is considered the off season because it's so fucking hot so really for me i would rather have that time in the winter when i can actually go like do something on a friday afternoon and it not be that i'm just sweating everything Mm. off like (laughs) so but um you know i don't know we'll see we'll see what it ends up being if i'm it might just be me on a friday drunk by 2 p.m out on the (laughs) oh man remind me of the good old days (laughs) but uh i don't know god i picked a hell of a fucking time to stop drinking i can tell you that it's like airplane right i picked the wrong week to stop sniffing glue (laughs) Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just that for I, eternity. <laughs> I picked the wrong wife to stop drinking. I think. <laughs> uh, so before um, before this this episode started, I I asked Mitch checked like, hey, what is St. Peter's doing? Uh, because I was just curious because I don't do I don't follow professional sports outside of the um, stellar. Uh, seller hockey team that I've decided to start following based on the 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 city and the the just fucking a plus 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 merch game that they have going on. That's like mm-hmm. shout out to the Kraken. I got hopes for you next year. <laughs> That's right. It's a great sign that they traded their captain at the deadline. That's. <laughs> And that's how you know how well things have been going. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, at work, they offer, they did a Super Bowl pool, and you don't have to put any money in it because they can't be sanctioning gambling. But the company put up enough money to buy people um, gift cards. So they said it was one, and I didn't know how the whole fucking thing worked. It was one of these grid things where you pick a square. And then, oh yeah, yeah. But I didn't know that. I didn't know how it worked. And I asked the guy who was running it, and he's like, "Yeah, you just pick a square. Then the score for each square is is announced before the game. And if you have mm-hmm. that score at the end of the first quarter, you get this second. Well, I didn't know it was a fucking grid system. I just mm. thought every square would have a different. So I picked one oh, okay. square, and then they they didn't have enough people picking squares so they opened up a second round of squares i got in there thinking i was bobby badass well didn't i fuck, <laughs> fucking pick one in the same fucking column 
so <laughs> the AFC, so I had like three and five. So I had to have scores that ended with the NFC ending its number in three and the AFC ending in five and then right. fucking two and five. Oof. And I'm like, I was, Linda was like, is that even possible? And I was like, I mean, yeah, like anything's possible. Like in a, in a world where Donald Trump was president for four years, anything is possible. <laughs> but when you looked at the probability of each of the, I had the lowest probability scores of yeah. anyone in the fucking pool. <laughs> so yeah, I was I like, Ooh, all right, that's fine. Who cares? I still watch the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. greatest halftime show ever. Like, uh, well, tied with Prince, but, you know, just one of the greatest mm. halftime shows ever. So I, I was all good. Like, I have not forgotten about Dre. I mean, I know right, right. everybody wants to talk like they got something to say, but uh, so then when the Bracket, gang, March Madness, same thing. My mm. buddy at work was like, you just got to fill out a bracket. It doesn't matter. You don't have to put any money down. You could win. Okay, fine. So I was reading the paper. It was all fucking doom and gloom. And then they're like, here it is. Statistically speaking, the best bracket for March Madness. And I was like, all I have to do is copy and paste? Perfect. And then fucking first game, because I had picked Kentucky to go all the way, mm. as I'm sure a lot of people did. First first game, fucking St. Peter's just annihilates my bracket. Like, like, <laughs> like St. Peter's was what should have been done at the end of Aliens. They were just like, nuke it from orbit. Like, just <laughs> fucking, like, you know, surgical strike on my bracket. I mean, like, literally everyone would have to die. <laughs> for me to win <laughs> and I was like this is why I don't do these things because I just get hopeful and then oh that's your problem and yeah. that's the problem but then yeah. then to add to it they opened up a slack channel for people who participated in the bracket and I don't care about college basketball and right. the people in this channel care about college basketball, but I didn't want to leave as soon as my bracket was the 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 flaming dumpster gif of it floating downstream because I didn't want to look like the petty bitch that I am <laughs> that I was just like, well, I'm not going to win, so I don't want to talk to you people. Like, <laughs> what would be the point of that? So I've just right. been sitting in the Slack channel, and because I'm anal, I can't stand to see that there's like a dot next to the channel, meaning that somebody has said something in it. And so mm -hmm. I have to go in every day and just like scroll through posts I don't care about, just because I I don't feel right leaving it, even though I have no interest in it, because my bracket was destroyed. Yeah, I'm in I'm in Discords that are that way, but a couple of them I used to do that, but like. I'm looking at it now. One of them has 325 notifications, and I'm like, I ain't got time to scroll. They oh, ain't yeah. got time to scroll that shit. I just gave up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you're right. This is it's, you get hopeful, right? But I can't no, not because I, I mean that's more. what you do it. That's why you do it. I mean, yeah. the smart thing would just be like, yeah, I'm gonna just enter and then not give a shit, right? And uh, but yeah, I can't do that. So I gotta just be like, it doesn't. You're not gonna win anyway. And it's That's just going to irritate you, so why just don't do it? I don't. I can't remember if I've told this my gambling story on the show or not, but 
you know, it was like when I ended up in that casino in Illinois at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. after the Predators game, and I went in, and they give you $10 to gamble with if you sign up for their their casino or whatever. And so mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, all right, free 10 bucks, fuck yeah. So I go up to upstairs, and I go up to the first machine, and I had to ask. I was like, I don't know what to do. So I went over to this lady, and I was like, can you – she worked there, and I was like, could you just kind of get me started? She's like, sure. She had no front teeth. And when she smiled to tell me, sure, I was like, oh, and uh, so, so we go over to the, I think it was a quarter machine or a penny machine, whatever yeah. it was. She was like, all right, well, you just do this. And I was like, all right. So I did it and I didn't win anything. And I said, all right, now what? She was like, well, that's it. I said, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? She's like, well, that's it. Like you, you, you didn't win that turn. Now you, you do it again. And I was like, yeah. oh, on the same quarter. She's like, no. I was like, well, I'm done with this. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'll take my no, 975 and go home. Please, I still have 975 credit at that casino. I, you know, I, I don't win, and I know that. So I'm not, I, I, I would rather just keep my $10. <laughs> and you know what? It's funny because my in-laws go to casinos, and they win like crazy. My dad and my stepmother go. They win like crazy. Linda and I, we can't do shit. Like, and so... I I took when my dad and, and my stepmom came uh, here to visit in June. Um, there's a Hard Rock that's like an hour away from here, and so I said, "Well, I'll just take them to the Hard Rock. They like they like to go to, to the casinos. It's it's fine." So I I planned on gambling. I had money, but then like my dad found this machine that he was doing really well on, and I sat there and watched this woman put $120 in a machine and win nothing, and then take $100. <laughs> I know it makes me it makes me ill just thinking about it. Then she reached in an envelope and took 110 more dollars in, put it in the exact same machine, and just kept hitting the button and burned through all of it. And I was like, you know what? I'm good. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. good. I'm I'm just going to keep on. I'm not. I'm good. I don't need. Because I thought, well, who, who the fuck cares? hundred. I got 100 bucks out of the ATM. I was like, whatever. I, you know, it's fine. But no. I was like, mm-hmm. no, I'm good. I, I'll take that $100 and I'll just buy groceries with it. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Like I, I get honestly, I get more excited in the Publix when I see there's a digital coupon that I'm like, ooh, bogo, and I save a dollar. Fuck yeah, I'm crushing it right now. Exactly. <laughs> like that is exactly. that is that is more of a high than any casino could ever give me. Are you like buy one get one chicken breast? Are you insane? That's money right there. That is money exactly. in the bank. <laughs> So like when I go, you know, see these people dropping like, oh, like I can't, I don't know, I'm, you know, whatever. Casinos make money, so people do it, but not, not this guy. I just, no. All right, so we have, uh, as usual, we have a few movies uh, that we are going to talk about this week. Um, all of the, two of them are on Shutter. Off season, I want to say, is going to be on Shutter. It is, yeah. It's, it's not yet. I don't. It's think, not but. yet, but uh, but it but it will be. Um, but but the first uh, the first movie is an animated feature, uh, which is uh, kind of a rarity for us, um, and that is the Spine of Night. Uh, I texted Mitch when I started watching this, and I said it it reminds me of 
uh, kind of 80s uh, uh, heavy metal. Not like music heavy metal, but the cartoon. Uh, mm. I guess the technically, what was it, like Heavy Metal 2000 or something? That the I was thinking of the magazine, not so much the movie itself. But The movie, yeah. The yeah. movie was like Heavy Metal 2080 or something then. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so so Lucy Lawless plays Sod, who's like a swamp witch. Um, and there's a lot of people doing voices uh, in this movie. So Patton Oswalt, Joe Manganiello, Larry Vesendon, um Richard Grant, a uh, lot of folks that you've, you've seen uh, or heard um, doing voices. Um, so basically, um, there's uh, so Tzad is a, is a high priestess of this kind of swamp tribe, and um, she she kind of go, kind of goes to the top of this mountain um, because there's this there's this idea of this thing called the bloom, which is this this blue flame um, that gives like life and and magical powers and and so then you know it kind of ends up being her her quest to uh, to kind of you know kind of get get the bloom but then also the way that the bloom has like affected all of these these kingdoms and and tribes and whatnot um you know down kind of all, all in in the in the world um and you've got you know you, you've kind of got like 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 Patton Oswald plays like Lord Peranton he's like the kind of the haughty you know almost like a like a king joffrey type of ruler uh, he's like mm-hmm. in a kind of like a traditional you know fantasy kingdom you've got you know this other guy joe Manganiello plays this guy named mongrel and he's like of a like this kind of savage tribe you've got people with fucking bird beak masks on like yeah, through the go. air trying to take down airships and 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 then you've got guys getting fucking like cut in half and their fucking intestines knitting back together um it is a wild ride <laughs> it is man i think it's uh 88 minutes um felt, yeah something like that it felt like an eternity for me <laughs> yeah it's uh there is a lot Good going lord <laughs> it, there's a lot going on for sure um and it does it did feel longer i think in part because there was so much there was a lot to keep track of they kind yes. of packed i think as much as they could in the runtime um but also like i mean you're kind of like trying to figure out what's going on but I, you know, I mean, it was, it was certainly entertaining to watch. I don't know if I, I think it kind of fits a very specific audience. I do too. Yeah. Um, yeah it's, it's that, it's that heavy metal, but like the more fantasy, obviously fantasy side of heavy metal, it felt like that. It also reminded me a lot of fire and ice. If mm-hmm. you've seen that, um, I fell for that as a kid. I didn't know what it was. I just saw that Frazetta painting on the cover of yeah. the VHS. I was like, this is amazing. And it's a cartoon? Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, my parents not knowing any better let me rent it. And I got home and I was like, wait a minute. Hey, this is not for children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and it, it reminded me a lot of Fire and Ice. But, like, not I like Fire and Ice better. But yeah. it, it very much feels like a new version of Heavy Metal or Fire and Ice for the audience that enjoyed those. It's yeah. Kind of very, obviously very much an homage to those things yeah just to give you know an idea as to you know what you're getting yourself into there if that's that's your jam then this will probably be your jam too because it's a lot like them 
Yeah, and and I thought the voice work was kind of uneven. Like I I had just finished watching um, the the Modoc show on Hulu, which I enjoyed quite a bit. And Pat Oswalt does the voice of Modoc in that, mm-hmm. and I thought he was really good in in that. I did not feel he was as good in this. I just I don't know if this kind of character, mm-hmm. like like Modoc was just basically this like very uh, smart ass, but just also like very full of himself, but also very stupid um right like because they were just essentially making fun of Modoc the entire time and i mean and i think Patton oswald's voice work does really well with that because it it kind of fits his personality and his voice and this where he's trying to be like this kind of like sneering you know haughty Mm -hmm. you know noble it just didn't work like and I don't yeah, know if it's because they just kind of kept seeing Modoc. <laughs> like, but I don't know if that. You know, has... I, I think you know. I wonder if something like Modoc gives you more of an opportunity to to perform, so to yeah. speak, or to, to to play a character. Whereas in this, they're like, oh, you're just this kind of sniveling kind of yeah, you know, uh, wiener essentially. And he's like, oh, so just my regular voice then. Right. <laughs> they're like, yeah. Exactly. But Go. but more dramatic, like I think that was also yeah. it too, is like kind of right. trying to be more dramatic. And I mean, but some of the other voice work was great. Like Lucy Lawless, I don't really know if I would have known that was her if if no, I if no, I, didn't. I, I I didn't until I looked it up, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the animation is not. It's it's very. Um, I mean, it, it looks good, but it's it's not. It doesn't look slick, but I think that's on purpose. Like it's supposed to be. Yeah. It- it yeah. looks to it looked to me like it was hand done. I don't know if it was or not. Right. It, it didn't have the appearance to me, to me of like these modern animated things that you can tell are mostly computer generated. Like it, it very much the movement and like everything very much had that hand drawn yeah kind of vibe to it. And I really like. I actually really enjoyed that part of it. Yeah. Yeah, and and I mean, like you said before, it's you know super gory, so. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. I mean, it's you know, it's kind of a it's a hard R. So I mean, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, but um, yeah, so I mean, I think like we you said, if if you were fans of kind of heavy metal 2000, if you were fans of Fire and Ice, you know, this is absolutely kind of your thing. If you're kind of just like kind of I guess more traditional, <laughs> I don't know, kind of <laughs> fantasy stuff. I'm not sure that you know you'd kind of find stuff there, and then also. You know, kind of there. There is kind of a lot that it's uh, it's it's trying to do. So, mm-hmm. but um, but as we we said before, it is on Shutter, so you can uh, just kind of go and and uh, check it out for yourself. Um, all right. So, what would you like to do next? You want to do the seed or off season? Uh, either way, it doesn't matter. All right, we'll do the seed. Um, okay. All right, so The Seed, also on Shudder, uh, written and directed by Sam Walker, uh, to be perfectly honest, whose work I am unfamiliar with. Um, yeah, me kid, too. It's mostly shorts, all shorts, yeah. uh, up yeah. until this point, as a director. Um, so it tells the story of three young women, uh, Deirdre, played by Lucy Martin, Charlotte, played by Chelsea Edge, and, and Heather, played by Sophie uh, Vavasor, who go uh, kind of away to the desert, uh, house in the desert, house not on the desert, it's in the desert. I guess technically it's also <laughs> on the desert. Uh, <laughs> um, for like a, like a girl's weekend. Um, but also uh, one of the women, um, I believe Deirdre, uh, 
wants to kind of like live stream the whole thing for all of her Instagram followers, which I got to say, like, uh, that to me is like, as soon as I see that shit happen, I automatically do not like it. Yeah. I I am. (laughs) And it's not because I'm old. It's because I just hate the whole idea of influencers with every fiber of my being. So, um, it's like, I'm amazed that I've, uh, watched an entire season of Euphoria and have started the next season because I fucking hate shows and movies <laughs> about drug addicts. Mm. Uh, I can't, I can't stand them. I, it's like the old adage: the worst part about doing drugs is that you have to hang out with drug addicts. Um, right. And it's the same thing with influencers. Like I just cannot. I, I just it, to me, it's just like an instant kind of turnoff. So I had a bit of a mountain to climb from the, the initially for this movie to kind of just get to a point where I was like open to whether or not it was any good because I immediately was just like, you're fucking bitching. You're here with your friends and you're fucking complaining about whether or not you're going to be able to live stream a meteor shower. Like who gives a shit? Right. <coughs> right. So the idea is that they're, they're all kind of going to uh, it's like one of the women, their father's house at the desert. They're going to hang out, have a girl's weekend. Also live stream a meteor shower. So, meteor shower happens. Uh, there's normal meteors. There's also weird pink meteors. Uh, one that lands nearby and hatches what appears to be some kind of weird alien goo-covered baby. Um, <laughs> yeah. That they... Uh, I think it lands in the, it landed in the pool. Um, right, yeah. And so they kind of fish it out of the pool. They're like, hey, that's an alien baby. And... Uh, and then decide to try to like help it, and then it starts effectively, kind of mind controlling um, the uh, the women. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people, from what I read in the comments and and stuff, uh, like this film. Uh, I'm I personally was was not a fan. Um, mm. I did not really care for uh, the the characters. I thought they were kind of, you know, especially the the woman who's into Instagram there. Uh, wasn't, <laughs> wasn't a fan of them. I wasn't right. a fan of the like why like none of what they were doing with the alien made a tremendous amount of sense to me. Right. The effects around what the the baby alien was doing weren't great. Um, yeah. I kind of like I understand what they were trying. Like they're going for a um oh shit. What's the movie? High Society, is that it? Mm. Society with Society. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 They were kinda going for that and I yeah. just didn't feel like they made it there. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, it, it I was sitting there watching it and I was like, This has all of the the trappings of a much more indie uh Yeah endeavor yeah but it seems to have been done with way more money than one of those would have so i i think in that regard it kind of just points to maybe not a not a great movie um which you know the thing is though like here's 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 the thing everything you're saying is right mm-hmm. but you know i i do like you know the indie stuff you know i i like seeing what people do with uh you know with with limited money and you know, I saw a movie called Harvest Lake 
that had some similar stuff going on mm-hmm. with as far as what with the shunting, I guess, or you know what the what the yeah. aliens are doing. You know, there were some similar, and what they did with a shoestring budget. Mm-hmm. You know, the effects weren't mind blowing, but it was a really fucking good movie. Mm-hmm. Where whereas this, my main issue with this was the pacing. Yes, like it 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 took so long to do anything. Yeah, like. Even from, and not just from the alien showing up, but from that point right. to when the alien does anything is so long and yeah. nothing's happening. Yes. Except, you know, they do drugs mm-hmm. and hang out by the pool mm-hmm. and, and bitch at each other about mm-hmm. no Wi-Fi. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's fine for like a couple of minutes because that's probably what these people would be doing. Yeah, I mean, that's fine for table <clears throat> setting. But, yeah. Right. But we've got to... We've got to get this movie going along. And, and, and what really sucks is that once it got going, I, I didn't hate it. I was like, oh, this is at least interesting. And I don't know if that's because I was so fucking bored for so long that I was excited that something finally happened or if I genuinely, you know, enjoyed it. I have no idea yeah. because I was so ready for anything to happen. And it's, yeah. you know, it's not the most original thing in the world. It's not, you know, it, it's, it's different. You know, with the with the society stuff and mm-hmm. and that, you typically wouldn't have seen that kind of thing. I think, um, right? With with the creature, but uh, yeah, it just took way too long to get there. Um, but yeah. you know, I thought it was just okay. You know, it wasn't. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. You know, it was just. There's so many of these things on Shutter, man. They either blow me away or they're just like, eh, that was all right. Like you know, I don't see. I don't watch a lot of things in there. That I think are just straight trash, but right. like the. The kind of <laughs> I lean way more towards that was just okay. It seems here lately on Shutter, and that sucks. Me, I, me too. I know, mean, there's there were some... so many things for a while that were fantastic, and now it's just kind of like, eh. Well, I think though you and I got spoiled because we saw some things early that ended up making it yeah. Shutter. So by That's the time true. you know, like Dark and the Wicked and. Um, yeah. you know, some other movies that by the time they made it to Shutter, like we had already seen them, so it wasn't like it was the first time, like them being on Shutter wasn't the first time that that we yeah. were, were seeing. Things. That's true. That's um, a good point. Yeah. But but I agree with you. I find that where I what I'm using Shutter for more of late um, is like documentary stuff and mm-hmm. um, just going. Oh shit! Yeah, I haven't watched that movie in a while. You know, like classic stuff, and let me, let me oh, go, right, you know, yeah. let me go ahead and watch that. Because um, what did I watch? I watched something the other. They day. have they've been knocking it out of the park with some of the like older, like they're releasing things as part of like collections almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Carlos you know, collection. That yeah, they had. and uh, yeah, and then the you know they put a bunch of the folk stuff up when they put up that doc, and yeah, then, and the uh, French, the French, the horror. French extreme stuff. Yeah, that's been great. But their originals here lately for me have just been kind of yeah. Yeah, and I think to some degree this is, you know, I mean, this was that you could tell this was like a pandemic movie, right? Like we're starting to yeah. see, you know, the 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 real kind of full on limited budget, not budget, but you know, limited um, casting, you know, smaller mm-hmm. scale stuff, like really kind of hit, and I think it's just been kind of behind. So now is when all that stuff is kind of getting out of post production and and starting to hit. Um, yeah, and I wonder if that that has something to do with it, but um, yeah, um, just like yeah, I was looking at my list. I, I have to look. I, I don't know if I we had talked about it, but I had watched um, My Heart Can't Beat 
until you mm-hmm. tell it to, which I watched that on Shutter, even though I know that's on other things. And that was great, but that was you know, yeah, a couple of years years uh, ago. Um, yeah, it was my first time getting to see it. It, it. I had had it on the list on my phone for a while, and I just never, you know, I never saw it. I was like, I never had a chance to yeah. to catch it. When Shutter had it, I was like, holy shit. Uh, yeah, that was. I wish we'd have talked about that on the show, to be honest. I really liked that movie. Yeah. Um, all right, so this last film... Um, is going to be on Shutter at some point. Not yet. Uh, features one of my um, absolute favorite actresses, um, and that is um, Jocelyn Donahue, uh, who you know was Ty West favorite uh, in House of the Devil. Um, That's right. She also was in Doctor Sleep uh, she, as Lucy Stone. So she played the the young woman that uh, that Danny um, you know was communicating with. Played her mom. Um, mm-hmm. and that is, um, off season. So, uh, also features, um, Jeremy Gardner, um, mm-hmm. very small role, but, but yeah. good, good nonetheless. So, um, the setup here is that, uh, Jocelyn plays, uh, Marie Aldrich and her and her, um, uh, her, I don't know, boyfriend, husband, I'm kind of unclear what the relationship was. Um, she gets a notice that her mom, um, uh, had passed away and, um, you know, had been, she'd been, well, her mom had passed away, had been buried, uh, in this, their, their home, the mom's hometown, this kind of island community or beachfront community, I should say. Um, and so Marie gets a notice that her mom's grave had been desecrated. So she and her her boyfriend, husband have to go to town to find out, Hey, you know, what happened? Set it right. You basically just get her mom kind of back resting in at peace and, and then, and then nope. And then get the fuck out of there. But when they get there, they find that, you know, the town's bridge closes, um, at the end of every season. And they don't really allow anybody who isn't a townie to kind of be in the town. And then it'll open back up, um, in the spring. So mm-hmm. the movie then kind of jumps back and forth between, um, you know, when her mom was still alive and and the present day. And, and what you find is that her mom appeared to be having uh, some sort of kind of mental health issues where she was, you know, hallucinating and, and, and kind of spinning these really weird tales about how, you know, there was like a demon and the town was going to get swept away by like a hurricane or something or some sort of storm. And the demon said that it would, you know, save the town, but then it was, you know, a sea monster was going to come and she's like, yeah, whatever. Um, But one of the things her mom was vehement about was that she did not want to be brought back to her hometown. But then after she died, you know, they're, they're telling Marie, yeah, in your mom's will, it says right here that, you know, she's got to come back. She wanted to be buried there. And she was like, she she was adamant that she did not want to be buried there. So you know, you're kind of trying to figure out, well, what the fuck is going on with this town? People are acting kind of weird. Nobody's allowed, you know, kind of to leave. You know, her mom didn't want to be there. She had a strained relationship with her, you know, kind of what's going on. And then uh, kind of going from there. Um, I enjoyed this one quite a bit. Uh, you know, it really mm-hmm. kind of reminded me of the fog, uh, which, you know, oh, is, yeah. is yeah. not like a great movie, but it's one of the horror movies, you know, I watched as a kid. Um, and, uh, and I enjoyed it, it quite a bit, you know, this, uh, you know, I, I, I tend to like horror movies that deal with, 
um, like travel a mm-hmm. lot because right. like one of the things I loved about Midsummer was that you know kind of juxtaposition between you know the the sun and the clear skies, but just that fucking terrible awful queasiness of i don't know where i am i don't understand what these people are doing i don't speak the language they do you know i'm kind of always just a little bit off guard because i can't understand what they're i don't understand their customs i don't understand what they're saying i don't want to offend anybody i don't you know what i mean like that Mm -hmm. that kind of push and pull and everything and i and i really like that about this movie too because you know even though this was her mom's hometown, it wasn't hers. She didn't really know too much about it. All she knew is that her mom didn't want to go back. She goes to this place. She's told they can't, you know, they got to make sure they get back before the bridge closes. And then you're kind of like, well, shit, are we going to get stuck here? You know, so there's that kind of dread. But then on top of it, it's it's trying to figure out, well, what, what is going on, you know, with, with the, why was her grave desecrated? You know, mm-hmm. what are these people talking about with this, this legend? Um, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I thought it was it was weird and spooky, and then um, yeah. you know the 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 uh, the way that they kind of you know worked the the town mythology with the the demon and the sea monster and all that stuff into it. Um, yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, and then Richard Brake, who played the the bridge oh, man, you know he so good. he's always fantastic. I mean, yes. you know, character yeah. actor to the gills with the way that he looks and everything. But he he does right. such a great job um, with with his performances, and and this one was was no different. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, you know. yeah, it's you know I'm I'm finding, and I somebody mentioned, <clears throat> sorry, on Twitter um, this week. About I, I guess I don't know if this person just hadn't seen a lot of slow burn horror mm-hmm. or, or or whatever and uh, and so he had seen something and God I can't remember what it was but he asked for like more examples of slow burn and I was like you know I got to thinking about that and I was like I like I guess that's something I never really thought about but I it, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older but like <clears throat> I'm finding like that I just really love a slow burn yeah like a horror movie, you know, like lately, yes. like, like something to where I don't know what's going to happen. Right. And almost really not a lot does. And then for the last, you know, 15, 20, you're, you just like, just hold on to your fucking seat. Like man, the night house, should... right? I mean, yeah, the night exactly. house, you, yep. you're spending most of your time wondering or empty man, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. empty man was over two hours long. doesn't fucking feel right. that way. Because sure that done. whole time you're just trying to go, well, what is going on? You know what? You know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and and this one, you know, right in that wheelhouse. The other thing this one does is another thing that I love is it adds cosmic horror to yes. the slow burn. Man, if you if like I love cosmic horror, like you give me some of that shit. But like, and if it's like the whole movie, that's fine. You know, I can get into that. But man, when it's when it's what the fuck is going on here? And it leads into cosmic horror. Mm-hmm. That's just my shit. Like this movie reminded me of Dagon. Yeah. But you know, Dagon was less of a slow burn and went full on fucking creatures by the end of it. Uh, you know, this one doesn't do that. Yeah. But it just had that kind of feel. That like fish, you know, fish town kind of. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, near the ocean. Like there's some. You know, I'm scared of the ocean anyway, right? And that's probably a part of why well, and, I like and, stuff and, like this so much. But you know, the reason you're scared of the ocean is the reason I love to go and just be in the ocean and stare out because it is so, um, one thousand percent apathetic 
to your existence as a human being. Yeah. Like yeah. it's so huge and and vast and 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 unknowable. There's there's parts mm-hmm. of it we we've never seen and things in it we've we've never seen. And to think that it's so it it it's it's like it you know in some I mean obviously something bad can happen to you anywhere. But like the ocean is just—it's like having another universe. Oh, just right. Things can go from like okay to to completely fucked so fast. <laughs> right, exactly. And I mean, it's very to me, it's it's stupid, and my it's very grounding to go mm-hmm. and look out at this thing that is so completely indifferent to your existence. Right. It, and and that and it it you know whatever you think about yourself or whatever you've got going on, you know, at the end of the day, it's like you look out over that just huge expanse and think of everything in it and all the stuff that you can't even know about in it. And you just go, ah, maybe it's not so bad. <laughs> like, or whatever, you know what I mean? Or like, I don't know. To me, I just like, we, we would always go to the beach and I would just like walk out as far as I could go without being, in, and I would just like, just stare at the water like there was something i just and that idea like of that this idea of 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 us having come from the ocean and there still being things in there you know that are could be there <laughs> could still come, right you know right you know my thing with the ocean is like i i haven't had i haven't given the ocean like a fair shot because mm-hmm. i haven't experienced the ocean as anything but uh, a father that was terrified of losing his child in the water. Yeah. Uh, every time I've been, I've gone with small kids. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Katie. Katie wants to put on her her mask and go underwater and look for shells, and I'm just getting fucking pounded by waves yeah. while I'm trying to hold on to her foot or you know her wrist yeah, yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, this is horrible. Like everything yeah. about this is scared. I'm scared shitless. Like yeah. I've never had an experience with the ocean that wasn't that. Yeah. I've only I've only literally only seen it like three times. Yeah. You know, and that was and that that's been my experience all three times. So I'm already scared of you know sharks and then of course there's the un the unknown aspect to it. Yeah. Then the danger, then oh your kid might die. I'm just like this yeah, is not that's a lot. Nice yeah. Spot, and then sometimes you get sand in places that it's just not great. That, I also was not warned about that by the <laughs> way. I I talked to lots of people before that first trip. I was not told yeah, that that the the sand in the water was going to get all up in my business the way it did. Yeah, when uh, you're like your kids are like, let's sit down in the waves, and you're like, sure, and then you're like, yeah. this is uncomfortable. Yeah, this was this... a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, this was not yeah. what I had hoped for. Yeah, no, um, no, but I I like I agree with you with the cosmic horror. The um, oh, what's it? The color of uh, is it the color of night? Yeah, that color one. Color, color out of space. space, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that was, you know, at the time when, like, I know that, like, it was right, it came out right around the same time as, like, Mandy did, and people, like, mm-hmm. loved, you know, they were, like, Mandy as the, the Nick Cage kind of horror hotness, and for me, it, it was that movie because I felt that it, it, his performance was just as good, but I loved that whole, and especially the way, like, I mean, Lovecraft was, like, hella racist, so, like, a mm-hmm. lot of his, um, talking of like fear of the other was like <laughs> you know right. fear of other races or you know people who right. didn't necessarily look like him and so this i thought that adaptation you know kind of 
took that cosmic horror and made it actually cause you know what i mean like it wasn't just yes. like this kind of like vague uneasy feeling of anotherness it was like nope here it is and it's making people go batshit and i and i love right. that you know um yeah you know nicholas cage is one of those guys i mean we've talked we've seen a million things <clears throat> just since we've been doing this show that he's been in and i'm i'm not <laughs> the world's biggest fan um mm-hmm. but when it's something like you know super heroine or uh you know some cosmic entity that's making him be Nicolas cage then i like it so much yeah. more yeah than if it's he's just like mom and dad and he's just being a fucking lunatic for no reason. which although mom and dad made sense for him to be a lunatic uh, you know for me he it's went a little far for me though even in that movie yeah <laughs> yeah like the ending i was like okay that's yeah. just well that's true but uh, but you know it, it's like this movie is it has like those tones, but it's so it's so much more subdued than yes. a Nicholas joint or like you know what I mean like something where people are like like people in this are creepy, but it's not like you right know, they're not, like raving lunatics. No 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 not at all. And 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 the nice thing too is is um it all comes like at the end regardless of whether or not it was something you know you kind of got behind they they did like they tied it all up they explained yes. everything so you weren't left just kind of kind of wondering yeah which a lot of times you are you know with this kind of stuff this yeah. this you know this this one actually yeah i i mean i like it i know you said you enjoyed it i actually i liked it quite a bit too yeah i had it on my list for for a while and it was literally like jeremy gardner um and then when i saw it was um uh, what's the director's name um mickey keating mickey keating yeah yeah <clears throat> he did um he's done quite a few things that i like and a couple of things i haven't seen that i want to like i never saw carnage park mm-hmm. and i wanted to but he did um he did pod which i really liked mm-hmm. it's like an alien an alien movie where like oh, okay a, yeah 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 intervention goes sideways and as mm-hmm. aliens like that was fucking awesome yeah uh, so yeah, so I, I really need to see Carnage Park. I heard good things about that, but I had no idea it was him. I just saw Jeremy Gardner, and I'm like, "Yep, put it on the list." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think too, you know, movies like this, and this is like, I mean, it's always kind of been a thing in horror, but I think of late, I feel like they they do it is they 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 kind of try to get cute where they're like, you know. They they make it seem as if things are kind of ending one way, and then oh no, mm. last second you find out oh right. no, it's it's you know the person didn't die or this you know mm. and this movie doesn't do any of that. It's like a, <clears throat> at the end of it, you kind of you you know what it's like. Yep, yeah. like you know yeah. you kind of you know what happened. Um, yep. Um, so yeah, I, I I enjoyed it quite a bit. And I'm trying to remember. I mean, I was like I I for me it, the the big the big draw was um was jocelyn donahue um oh yeah for sure i i, I had no idea she was in it until i started yeah you know, and i mean house of the devil is one of my mm-hmm. all-time favorites yes i mean i love that movie and so Me too. um you know when i saw that that she was in this i was like i don't really care what it's about <laughs> like right i'm <laughs> just gonna go ahead and watch it because i i just enjoy her work so much um so it was it was nice to see um that uh that it was you know it was good like i i you know i never watched like any of the like insidious movies and i know she's in uh she's in the second one anyway mm-hmm. um right you know but um i need to rewatch those because i was a lot of these things 
you know, and, and I was thinking about that the other day. I couldn't tell you a single thing that happens in any of those movies. And it's not, and I remember liking them, but also I, I was most likely very drunk when I watched them. So I don't remember shit. Yeah. Them. <laughs> well, there's like a lot of those kind of like popular horror movies that I just haven't seen. Like I've seen all of the conjuring movies. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, insidious or Annabelle or sinister, sinister, like all of those, I've not seen any of them because mm. I mean, to be perfectly honest, I just big budget horror is just, I don't oftentimes I'm just kind of left unimpressed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even sinister, everybody like talks about that. And they, you see these like scariest of all time lists and stuff and you watch them. And I'm like, you know what? I wanted that to be the case for me. I, the first Sinister, I, I do remember pretty well, um, mm-hmm. and I like it. But uh, you know, it, it's always on those lists, and I'm like, here's the thing: like, I went to the theater, you know, and I didn't have really any huge expectation for it, to be honest. Um, but then it starts up, and the opening sequence is so fucking like unnerving like it is and i was like oh my god could this like deliver Mm -hmm. and then it didn't there's one uh there's one jump scare that everybody like really loses their shit over and it's like it's a fucking lawnmower like that's not yeah i was not expecting a loud ass lawnmower noise to come out of nowhere in the darkness but like that's not the kind of scare i'm looking for kind of thing right and and then i ended up being just like yeah it was all right you know it's, it's all right but yeah, man, the opening. Good lord! If they if it could have lived up to that, um, it would like, I'd still be talking about that fucking movie. Yeah, I mean, even Paranormal Activity. I've never watched any of those because I'm just like, oh, I was so disappointed. I'm like, it's just gonna be, you know, I just I don't know when I I just never really had an interest in it. I just thought I just yeah. I I think that not to say like I don't it's like I don't want to sound like all kind of fucking uppity, but I think that. You know, a lot of times, big-budget horror movies are in many ways meant to draw in people that don't watch a lot of horror movies. Yes. So 100%. things that are scarier to them would not necessarily be as scary to you or I because right. we watch more of these things, so we're kind of like, you, you're you kind of used to it, and also you can kind of see, mm-hmm. okay, that's going to be this, that's going to be this, and so it's like... Exactly. So to find you something know, like, that's actually surprising and also, you know kind of scary would be i would be interested in your thoughts on on those movies because i've seen all of them like even i watched next of kin Mm -hmm. Uh, but you know my my thing with the first one was everybody had talked so much about it i kind of fell for the hype train i hate doing that but i also always do it (laughs) especially when it comes to these horror movies and like it wasn't it was a studio but it wasn't like a huge you know, production and like, it came out of like kind of nowhere. Yeah. Like Blair Witch did. Right. You know, it was right. You know, it was just kind of this thing that came out of nowhere and, and just took the world by storm. And like, I was, holy shit. Like I, you know, I love Blair Witch. So I was like, yeah. okay, you know, I kind of fell for it with this one. And so I, I got it. Like, I think I watched a bootleg, uh, cause it didn't play around here. Mm-hmm. Like on that initial run when I heard about it, I think it's one of those ones that went back and like later yeah. got a bigger release. Um, so I, I had the apartment when I was uh, I was not long divorced, and I was mm-hmm. living in an apartment where I was borrowing a television that was literally the size of one of the walls in the apartment. <laughs> like, but it was it was it was before like flat screens were all the rage. Yeah. Uh, you know, flat screens were still not particularly flat. Yeah. <laughs> like, so so I had this television. Fucking thing weighed a ton. Yeah. It was a like projector backlit projection television, but right. like. 
it weighed like glass fucking on, in front of the screen. It had to have weighed it, but it was fucking enormous. Like mm-hmm. it's like I have a 60, I think a 60 or 65 inch. It was way bigger than that. Mm-hmm. Like it was like 80, 80, 90 inches fucking long. It was like just a, this massive monolith of a television. Mm-hmm. It's the only light I had on the apartment. It was <laughs> storming outside. And I was like, let's fucking go. I'm not sleeping tonight. I want this shit to scare the piss out of me, right? Yeah. And I was like, now, look at that. Pull the covers <laughs> off again. Yeah. Is that, am I supposed to be scared of the covers? Like, I don't understand. Right. And then they, they throw flour on the floor to prove that there's something there. And there's a footprint. And it was like a chicken chicken toe mm-hmm. and i was like oh chicken toes am i supposed to be afraid of that <laughs> and then like nothing else happened and i was like oh god really that was it <laughs> and then the second one the only thing the demon ever did was clean their fucking pool like, oh shit i'd love that they, yeah it was like they were, they kept showing like the pool equipment working by itself outside <laughs> and i'm like so it's cleaning the pool that's what the demon's doing cleaning the pool <laughs> No, I don't. This is not scary. But then the the third one scared the shit out of me by the end of it, um, because there's something I'm afraid of, and that happened to be what's in this movie. And so the the very tail end of the third one is the only paranormal activity thing I give a fuck about. And then the latest one was like Amish country, like that not was even not a paranormal activity. Yeah, it was like they just this slapped is one of those situations on where they slapped the name on it. It was yeah. like a, a direct-to-video Hellraiser or a yeah, fucking yeah. Cloverfield movie. It's right. like, we got this movie. Uh, we spent the money. We got <laughs> to put it out. <laughs> we got people and need like, to go see it. Yeah. yeah put the, put Cloverfield on it somewhere. Put it in the title. Oh, God, Kids like that, that Space Station <laughs> one. Oh, my God. Exactly. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Well, even Ten Cloverfield Lane, which I didn't think at all needed to be a Cloverfield movie because it was a fucking great movie. Yeah, you know, it didn't need that. Right. But that was absolutely tacked on. That that oh, was yeah. They started doing that. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. So I mean, there's. I'm trying to think. There's stuff coming out. I want to see X. I just don't know. Yeah. You <laughs> Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, you did. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay, I gotta figure out if it's playing around me. That's the one that um, I kind of want. I I do have, I I do also want to see um, you're not my mother or what I think that's what. Yeah, called. I want to see that too. Some people were talking about that the other day, and I was like, I never even heard of that. Yeah, but X, I don't even know if that's around me. Yeah, man, it's gone already. Here, it played for one week, and I knew it was gonna do that. So, shit. So it was good, huh? It was. You know, it, it's one of those things. I will just tell you that I was not 100% on board with the motivations mm-hmm. of the killers, killer killers. But, uh, uh, man, the post-credit scene, like, fixed that minor nitpick that I had. So stay stay for the post-credit scene. Yeah, if I look at the theater near me right now, uh, let's see. Um, I can either see the Batman, or I can pre-order Morbius, or I can oh, pre-order fun. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I am actually excited for Sonic too. I'm not gonna lie. I've not seen. Like, I've not seen the first one. I ha- I have it. I've just not seen it. Yeah. I mean you. I mean you know. I I I like the games, but they're not. They're not like something I like. The Genesis I came to later in life, so I, I've not played every Sonic game, but the ones that I have played, I liked. But there's not like this thing I'm super nostalgic for. It's just a fucking good movie. Yeah. Is the thing with the first one. 
Well, if I want to drive a while, I can go CX. But otherwise, if uh, tomorrow, if you want to see Detective Pikachu near me, you're all set. <laughs> okay. That I have never seen. I, I love that. I actually like that movie quite a bit. Yeah, I like that movie quite a bit. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I guess. Yeah. So I guess then, for, as far as like big things, I didn't realize Morbius was that far out. I I'm actually pretty excited for that movie just because I'm all Jared Leto Leto weirdness. It's fine with me. I just think he looks fucking awesome. I'm me too. To see what they do with the movie. Yeah, yeah, he looks great. Yeah, and of course, Moon Knight starts next week. I'm, yeah. I, you know, like when I when I read, they're like, it's not anything like the comics. I was like, well, that's that's fine. And yeah. it's like it's not. But they then they also said it's not really connected to the other MCU movies. And I was like, well, actually, that's better. Yeah, I you know I've I've gone from dreading it almost like thinking because i know they're changing so much stuff and i'm just like i don't know and then i don't like the suit because he's not a fucking mummy yeah but then i was kind of like the more i keep seeing and i keep hearing about it i, I kind of got a little excited and now i'm just ready to get it over with i just want to know whether i fucking hate it or not i think <laughs> i think not having it be connected to the mcu stuff is probably yes. going to make it better because i mean like, yeah i'm excited about that part. You, you you know you can't you know, you can't like, okay. So like I finished watching peacemaker, which I thought was great. It was hilarious, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. there's like a scene at the very end with cameos of, and I'm not going to get into it cause I don't want to spoil it for anybody. If they haven't seen it, that just didn't make mm -hmm. sense. Right. Um, I and for the joke, I was like, "Yeah, it's funny," but I was like, mm -hmm. "And so, same thing with like Moon Knight. Like, I know that was that like that was one of the big criticisms of like Daredevil and stuff is that like, okay, you know." they're kind of dance around the fact that like there's like the Avengers and stuff. But at the same time, like, I mean, with the exception of like, you know, um, born again, where, you know, fucking nuke is going crazy. And then the mm -hmm. Avengers have to swoop in. Like daredevil is a street level hero, you know, right. Jessica right. Jones, Luke Cage, they're all street level heroes. Moon Knight is, I mean, Moon Knight has 1000%, uh, you know, kind of gone to all levels of, you know, Marvel hero-dumb in terms mm -hmm. of, like... But it's also completely okay to not have to have him tied in to everything else, because if they're... Exactly. If they're not planning on making a movie or tying him in, then just let him be off yeah, it's like, being... You know, even in the comics, like, they, yeah. they did that uh, that Secret Avengers book. Yeah. And uh, the, fir the first arc the they go off into space for some reason like whatever the whatever the threat was or they were they ended up in space and i was like i don't it's cool that moon knight's an avenger again because he got un, unfairly booted out of the avengers yeah um his first stint and uh it's cool that they let him back in but just, i don't need moon knight in space like i right. don't you know i don't need that that yeah. makes no sense right <laughs> like so so like i'm totally okay with this being some weird mind trip you know, like, yeah, spanning multiple I, countries, whatever. Like that's yeah. without any ex, uh, uh, external. My 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 issue with the Netflix shows was they went so far as to almost pretend as if what had happened in New York City just didn't exist. Period. Right, and and that was what my issue was. And you can you can uh, acknowledge that these events happened without asking you know, fucking yes. Tony Stark to ask Matt Murdock to represent him in court, right? Like, I don't right. need yes. that level of involvement because anybody who's read comics knows that yeah. those big crossover events 
they didn't happen very often in right. terms they of like used to didn't back in the good old days. <laughs> yeah, in the good old days maybe like okay, like in the good old days when like the annuals would come out, right? You get a summer event, yeah. Yeah, exactly. you, you know, where it was yep. like okay, like once a year. So it was like most of the time like Spider-Man did Spider-Man shit. Right. And I mean, he you know, it, he would show up in other people's books, but like it wasn't it, like him and he wasn't like going out to lunch with Thor, right? Like right, I mean, it wasn't right. it wasn't that level of right. involvement. It was right. like they stayed in their lane because yep. also like any time they crossed over with another hero, you then have to have considerations as to okay, well where is Thor? Right? right? Do we have right. to find a reason to bring him to fucking Greenwich Village, right? Like, right. So it made more sense for them to not continually kind of mm-hmm. cross over. Like, it's different if he, like, calls, you know, uh, like, like if Peter Parker had a particularly thorny, uh, you know, thing he was trying to figure out, and he called Reed Richards on the phone. Right. And, and Richards could answer it from anywhere, right? That's one yeah. thing. But to expect that, like, but I think this is also unfortunately the problem that the MCU has created, right? Like they have a they have a huge audience of people who are not mm-hmm. typically who are not traditional comic book fans. They've tried to bring everybody into everything at every available mm-hmm. opportunity, so that's what people expect. But that's yep. not also feasible for everything. And not only is it not feasible for everything, but it's really going to really going to limit your ability to tell the story uh, mm-hmm. that you might want to tell at that moment. Right. Because 100%. it doesn't make sense from a budget perspective. It doesn't make sense from a continuity perspective. It doesn't make sense from a, what's the the plan for the movies for the next few years or whatever. So, mm-hmm. but then people get pissed that they're like, well, if Moon Knight is in New York city, why didn't Tom Holland come and, you know, <laughs> and you're like, well, right who gives a shit right like exactly. and that and it's so you've got two different groups of people but then also these expectations they've they've set up um i just want a good moon night show i don't really care i don't care where it sits in relation like to show. everything else i yeah. just want a good moon night show like just just from what i've seen and read it looks it, it feels to me like they're gonna heavily pull from that warren ellis yeah, run. It's not the most the latest run that's happening now, but the one where he brought in the Mister Knight persona. Yeah, Obviously, yeah, yeah. we've seen Mister Knight on the posters, but yeah. Uh, but you know, and that really, really played with his, you know, perceptions of reality. And, yeah. And you know, all that stuff. I'm fine with that. That was that yeah. would make an amazing show. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I'm okay with the, the changes they're making, where you know, Spectre is a, he's Cockney, which is weird. Yeah. That's a weird choice for me. Yeah. Um. But that's fine. I guess I can deal with that. But making him like work in a souvenir shop, he's not, you know. Yeah. That, you know, well, you know, I don't need him to be the millionaire, and I don't really, I guess, don't need the mercenary part, even though that's kind of the origin of the character. But I feel like that's important. I do, but I just don't think we're going to get it. Well, yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how you know Kanshu decides on him and that kind of thing. Yeah. In this context of this, I have no idea what they're going to do, but yeah. But I, I'm cautiously optimistic even with my track record for marvel things not being my favorites you know this is my my guy so i hope they do him justice yeah and i'm kind of hoping because i think oscar isaac i mean i I felt like when i was kind of reading stuff about him like what kind of what drew him to it was like it wasn't like stuff they had done before it was his own Mm -hmm. thing it was independent of that stuff and so i can't imagine i would think it would be very difficult for an actor to 
come into this type of thing where they're like, hey, it's going to be a TV show, and they're and then you got to worry, well, is it tied into all this other shit? How much do I have mm-hmm. to be involved with this other stuff? Right. Am I going right, to be able right. to actually put my mark on this character, like that type of thing? And so, I mean, when I was reading about it, the more I was reading about it, they're like, well, it's really different from this and that and the other. And I was like, that might actually be good because I mm-hmm. think that that is kind of would be it's a, right it's for a this. different character yeah <laughs> for sure for yeah. sure like even even as far as superheroes go he's a, he's a different kind of guy and so. then the, you know you can't it's like with like i mean you have to then also deal with the whole batman thing right where it's like mm-hmm. you, you got to avoid you know so you know i mean i love oscar isaac as an actor i think he's fucking phenomenal so it's like i'm hoping that this is different like if they actually did kind of like allow them to make enough changes to where it can be different and but still yeah. be true to to the whole what the core of moon knight is then mm-hmm. then I'm, I'm all about it so yep same here so we'll see um okay real quick uh because we're we're kind of at an hour and uh, i know we're both old and tired um <laughs> so i don't know about you i'm kind of like happy i'm at the point in destiny where i'm like okay i'm 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 like <laughs> i kind of do what i want to do week to week <laughs> like yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny. the The season stuff it was, was very so short. short. Yeah. Um, and like, I don't. I Witch Queen's a big deal. It's it's a big expansion, yeah. but at the same time, it kind of felt like a season. And yeah. now you're just to the point where, content wise, you're kind of like doing your weeklies for yeah. Pinnacles, and that's about it. Which sucks because I know they worked on it for so long, and it's such a, a massive thing. But it's like. Once you've done the campaign and then done the the post campaign stuff, as far as like quests and whatnot, it's like, yeah, all right, now what? <laughs> like, which which is such a, a a horrible thing to feel, you know, yeah. for the game because you know they spent so much time on it and it was their big. It's not there's not going to be anything else like that for a while, so it's like, you know, get used to it because that's where we're going to be playing for you know, for a while now. But it's like, yeah, I'm at to the point now where I'm back to. And I think the, the this is where the six month drought of content really works against the Witch yeah. Queen because I did nothing but it for like hours every day. Yeah. And now I'm just like I don't have much to do. <laughs> like, yeah, that's it's my fault. You know, right? Percent my fault. But and and for me it was like I like I always like having Destiny as like the thing I do. Like it, it's guaranteed every week. I have <laughs> stuff I can do that I have fun with. But I also, like, get really kind of, like, sometimes I get too much, like, oh, I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to do this, because I got to get this, I got to get this. Mm -hmm. And that has kind of eased a little, like, once you kind of get to the part where, like, powerful gear doesn't matter anymore, because some of those activities I just didn't really care for. So it's like, okay, good. Like, I don't mind doing it if I'm going to get a piece of gear that's going to help me go further. But, like, I like doing the pinnacle stuff. And I like, mm-hmm. I mean, right now for me, the biggest thing is Wellspring is trying to get these last guns that I need. Um, yep. But, you know, it is kind of nice because I was, I was like having a game that I play as like a main game. And then I like having Destiny as the thing that every week I jump in, I do the stuff for my pinnacles. You know, I play with you. We play with, you know, you, we play on Friday nights and that type of thing. But, mm-hmm. and I, I love having all that stuff. And the reason I started back in doing the seasons was 
to have something every week to look forward to with the seasonal challenges and that type of thing. But I think because, to your point, because this season came out at the same time as Witch Queen, the seasonal stuff seemed more like an afterthought, so it's not as compelling mm-hmm. to me. Um, yeah, it's so. like I'm not I'm not worried about up- updating the upgrading all the way the thing for the umbrals and all yeah, that because yeah, like yeah. It's, it's over for me. Like there's no more. Right. Even even that was what four weeks this time. Right. So and that right. was it. Right. So. And even like I mean, what I have left, like I'm at like 77. So like I could probably get to 100 by the end of the season. It's only been five weeks. Seasons are what 12 mm-hmm. weeks long. So yeah, right. probably. But if I yeah. don't, I also am like. It's okay. Like, I'm not. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then real quick, so I'm, I'm continuing to play Horizon. So I have two games coming in from Gamefly. I have the Tiny tiny Tina's Wonderland Adventures mm. or whatever. And then the, the Kirby Last of Us game. And I did oh, play yeah. the demo of that. And it's actually very fun. It's very simple. Um, it's pretty straightforward, but it, it's a lot of fun. And then Tiny Tina's should be, should be interesting. But, you know, one of the things that's interesting I, I found playing on story mode for horizon is it's like when you play something that that is that easy how little you care about all of the upgrades (laughs) and and that's where like i don't think i would ever play another game on story difficulty again because as much as that's why i don't like it i mean this game i still find like i got in a fight this morning where literally four things just in a row just kept jumping bam 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 and i'm like okay it's 30 you know, 10 second animation to get up and then another one would hit me and then another one would hit me. And, then, and it's just like, yeah. that part is, is too frustrating. Plus I hate the economy in the game as we've kind of talked about before. Like the thrill of getting a new weapon mm-hmm. is completely overshadowed by the, now the laundry list of things I have to do to upgrade it. You mm-hmm. know, it's not like mm-hmm. in destiny where you get a, you get a fucking great roll on a gun you now have a great role on that gun and you mm-hmm. can masterwork it to make it even better but it's not nearly as onerous a task to get that gun to be even better as it is in this game where it's like okay now i have to go over here i got to look for this thing i got to try to hope this this animal this beat monster is here that that type of thing where you know it it getting a new Getting a new weapon in Horizon is work. Right. It, it's just it's it is it's like now a, a collection of tasks. It's a D one exotic. <laughs> it's a D one exotic, absolutely. So you're just kind of like, yeah, okay, it's better, but it's also now fuck, right? Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you know, but at the same time, it's like I have all these skill points and I'm putting them into things, and I'm like, I don't care. But also, but also that being said. I'm not I I if you're play, I guess if you're playing at higher difficulty levels you would go okay I've got these skills for this gun this this bow and these skills for that bow and these skills for this spike thrower and these skills for this bolt blaster and depending on the weapon I'm using but you also kind of have to then like there's a lot of like fiddling that you have to do to to set them for all of it mm-hmm. it's not entirely like it's not just like you know now that I'm using this gun, I, I hit this button and this button and I get this skill or this button and this button and this and this. you got to actually go in and equip and that type of thing. Um, but it's like when you play in story, who cares? None of that shit matters. Like it just <laughs> like doesn't doesn't matter. And so I was like, okay, like it's fine for this game, but I don't think I would ever do that again because I like 
playing with those systems. Yeah, um, that's yeah, right. That's the video game part. I mean, yeah, know, exactly. You're, right. You're kind of just going through the motions and, and watching an interactive movie kind of take place in front of you. But then again, that, you know. this morning it's on story mode. Easiest difficulty it is, <laughs> and I spent 15 minutes swimming in a pond catching fish. <laughs> because yeah. in this game, if you catch a fucking 16-inch bass, you can either get a bone from it or you can get skin <laughs> from it, but you can't get both. Oh, because apparently they've never fished before. I'm like, where do you think? <laughs> how do you think you get a bone from a fish? You right. cut it open. What do you think you is fucking fish outside the of the fish? <laughs> it's skin. <laughs> like, like unless you're hitting with a shotgun, you're probably gonna get both. Right. <laughs> so you're just like, all right, and it's that weird, stupid. RNG scarcity thing mm, in it mm. that I'm just like I'm over it. Like if you're telling me I kill a duck and I can't get a feather from it, it's literally covered in feathers. Like I don't know how you're killing these fucking ducks that you can't get a feather from it. <laughs> but there's some weird roll of the dice to tell me whether I get a feather. Yeah. No. That's like a wishbone, sure. Maybe however you kill it you obliterate the wishbone. But a mm. feather like, I don't even need to kill a duck to get a feather, to be perfectly honest. I probably just need to clap my hands near one, and when it takes off, I just pick up whatever yeah. left on the ground. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, <laughs> so it's that, and, it, and you know, whatever. It's, it's, it, it's, it, I'm going to finish the game. I, it's not, it's not the experience, it's not the same experience that the first one was. Because it, it it just sticks so closely to the the first one, but then also the economy just kind of sucks. Mm. So, but um, so you know, next I do have I I did get um a summons for jury duty, uh, mm. so hopefully Kirby will come before that because I have a feeling I'm just gonna be sitting in the fucking Manatee County Judicial Center for most of that day playing. Kirby, uh, the Lost Lands, while I'm waiting to see if I can send someone up the river for some yeah. minor drug offense, most likely. Yeah. Yay. Fun. <laughs> All right. Cool. Uh, yeah. So next episode, we'll have some kind of some Moon Knight stuff to talk about. And then, uh, you know, Mitch gave me the name of a movie uh, that I need to watch, The Cursed. So we'll definitely be, be talking about that. And then uh, anything else that uh, kind of comes our way. Uh, so thanks for hanging out. It's been episode 143. We appreciate uh, the time you spent with us and look forward to spending some more time with you in the next couple weeks. So for myself and Mitch, thank you again. Good night and have a good evening.